Lou, I'm fired up today. Jesus Christ, Melvin. But, you gotta, you gotta let. I mean, just any standard pause, so I can have the intro music one time. Play Can't you just you throw it before we even shouting. start recording? I'm not. Or is that, that unacceptable? I'm not that technologically. Lou, I wanted to start you know a riot to today. I wanted to start a riot today. What That's the hell happened to you? Nothing at all. I was just tired. I need some caffeine, and I chug, chugged a bubbler, and a riot was about to start. Because these ladies were trying to get me to register to vote, and I told them I already registered, and they just kept egging me on. I'm like, I already registered to vote. They're like, no, you need to register to vote. Didn't make any sense to me, but I wanted to start a riot after that one. Well, did you question what they wanted you to register to vote for? What if it was... No, but I, I sat down with them like two days ago, and it took like an hour before I was finally registered to vote so do, i said do you even know what ladies. you're registering to vote for like not at all you, like this could be for uh some dog show that you're now going to be judging or voting on behalf of well they had me go through like a lot of stuff in order to get this done so i'm hoping it's bigger than a dog show are you sure your identity isn't just being stolen i did not think that through they did not ask for my social security number, so that's a plus, but they very well could show up to my house whenever they would wish. Loot, are you ready to start or? Yeah, I, I, okay. I think that. <laughs> Excellent. There's the intro. Perfect. Welcome to Big Dog Radio. This is episode five. We have a pretty fun day ahead of us. We got a new guest coming on and we have some questions and a little fight between... I guess we'll find out who it's between. But um, Lou, I know you're normally here with some gripes. I already gave my gripe. Do you have gripes or are you having a good week? Well, I mean, actually, I was just I was just going to ask you, as we were talking about before, can you eat a frozen pizza frozen? Absolutely. Like, like are, are there people that do that, though? Like they, they prefer not. the frozen pizza. To, how, well, how can you say that? I mean, so uh, for the listeners, I just showed up on the Zoom. And I was, I was rushing a little bit. I needed 10 minutes to cook my pizza. So I, I throw my pizza in the pizza oven and I step away from the pizza oven, get a couple things done. And then I go back to the pizza oven and it only turned on for like a minute or two. So I came up here with a very not cooked pizza that I'm eating. No, I mean, and this, this pizza is, it's essentially still frozen. It, it, def- it like thawed. It but thawed, but it's still, it's not cooked by any means. The, the middle is definitely still a little chilly. It's, and this I, pizza is white as a ghost. It is. And I, I like, am hoping that there aren't any repercussions of. Well, I, I mean, most people, my issue here is most people would just throw it back into the oven and wait until it's cooked. Well, I got, I got you on my ass saying, hey, it's podcast time. And I was starving, so I had to come up with a solution. I figured, may as well check out Salmonella one time. Well, I like to operate on a set schedule, so excuse me for that. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate you pushing me to be better. And, but and actually, Lou, you know, there is one thing I'd like to talk about if I could right away. So I usually get my groceries through HelloFresh every week. I get a box. They send you all the ingredients you need uh, to make the majority of your meals. I've had a lovely experience with them 
up until last week. So I get my box, and as I'm putting things away, I realize they didn't send the chicken breasts. I have meals that need chicken breasts. So, for example, this one meal that I have, all it is, it's a chicken breast, it's a salad, and then I, I don't know what else goes with it. But without the chicken breast, that's just a salad, a rather small salad at that. That's not a meal. So, so they just sent you lettuce? For one of the meals. Yes. Oh. If Sorry. you're not familiar with how this works. Anyways, so where was I even going with this? Well, all right. They so They didn't give you your chicken. Yes, they didn't send me the chicken. So I contact customer service. I get a credit. I'm rather happy at that point. My problem, not fully resolved, but I'm content with where I was at. Come to this week. Just yesterday, I was supposed to have another box delivered. And do you want to know what, what the tracking sends me? So I'm, I'm trying to keep up to date on my package. It kept getting pushed back later in the day. And suddenly at five o'clock, it goes from on route to delivery failed at 8.21 a.m. How does the delivery fail? They, they just have to put the box on the porch. Right. So I'm you not think they forgot the chicken again and then realized it this time and didn't want to piss me off further. That might be mm-hmm. it. It very well could be. So we just had a recent development in this, actually, because I contacted customer service last night, rather upset, and I got a credit back on my account for the full amount of the box. For the one they, without the chicken or the one that was like, well, the one mail? that was supposed to come this week. And then today, midday, I get an email. That tells me that they're resending the box because it appears to have been lost or damaged uh, while it was being delivered. So right now, I don't know where I sit with HelloFresh, but as of a half hour ago, it's the old adage, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. If you fool me, I can't get fooled again, Mm -hmm. as George W. Bush once put it. Indeed. So I don't know where, where I sit with HelloFresh, but so where I'm did not you happy. sit prior? Were you happy with HelloFresh prior to this? Very happy. Up yeah. until last week when they forgot my chicken. That was strike one. This when they just failed altogether to deliver the box. You know, that's really should be two strikes in itself right there. Mm-hmm. Well, HelloFresh, here's your time to make things right. Give us something. I mean, a, a month's worth something. I don't of need free anything. boxes, please. Yes. Yes. You heard it first year. Hello, Fresh. Well, Lou, are you ready for our listener questions this week? Let's get to it. So our first question comes in from Emily Ristigan, and she kind of has a, a two-part question. First, she asks, what's better, leg day or arm day? And then also cardio or lifting. So let's start with the leg day or arm day. I mean, I, I have no idea who would prefer doing legs over arms. Is this like an actual debate? I don't Do think people- it is. I was going to say people don't prefer doing legs. I mean, what I'll, what I would usually do is for every one leg day, you have to have at least five arm days. Yeah. I think, I think with the arm day, it's just a lot easier to see the results and leg day. It's like you're, you're struggling the next few days to just live a normal life. Yeah. Oh no. That is what has prevented me from doing leg days for the past few months, actually. So if I do legs, I'm out for at least a week. 
like I'm, I'm struggling to get out of bed. I can barely walk. So it's, it's just this vicious cycle of me doing legs, being miserable for a week and then swearing I'll never do legs again. And then a few months later doing legs again, and then I'm miserable for another week. Yep. I definitely agree with that. And I mean, like arms, if you hit, if you hit arms hard, you're going to get sore too, but at least you can still, you can still function as a human being. Right. Exactly. So I think we're set on that one. Arm day is better than leg day, but um, then she asks cardio or lifting. And I actually haven't even lifted probably in a couple years now. I've been straight cardio lately. Right. I, I mean, you're talking like actually being serious about lifting. I mean, right. like, like I'll do I mean, auxiliary I'll, I'll lifts. some curls or something, sure, but yeah. like sticking to a program and, and like going at it. I haven't done that since like I was right. in football, yeah. essentially. No, I mean, I would obviously prefer lifting over cardio, but it's more ideal to do more cardio and less lifting. I mean, I haven't, lift, I haven't lifted a weight in five years. Nothing at all? Uh, well, I mean, like I said, just auxiliary lifts. But I mean, right. my issue is, is that I'm like a mutant. So I, I build muscle faster than any human on this planet, bar none. And so if I, if I were to lift three out of five days of the week for like a month, I would look like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, we've discussed that. Yes, you must have been on something. I would absolutely. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. What a reference! But I would look like a cartoon character if I started lifting every day. So I'm forced into cardio. Need a new set of clothes every day. Wait, and we uh, listen. We we just debated arms or legs. Guess what's coming up in a few days? Here, we're on the eve of Squattober. October. Yeah. I I've don't think I'll as... be participating. No. Absolutely. See, it's not. funny. We we said arm day and cardio, but you never do arm cardio. That that would be interesting. Yeah, well, I guess you you see those people where they have like the I'm trying to describe it for the listeners, but it's like, like basically grab, like you pedal a bike with your hands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen that at like re- I haven't seen it personally, but I've seen it in like videos of retirement homes and stuff. Though they have those at Planet Fitness, if Do I'm they? not mistaken, I think so. Does anybody touch them? Because I feel like oh, I've, I see I see people on them all the time. I mean, they tend to be older people, but sure. Well, that's acceptable then. Solid but... form of cardio, I guess. All right, let's move on to a slightly more interesting question, and this one comes in from Wilhelm Schmid, and he says. Who is the most interesting person you have ever met and what made them so interesting? Mel, why don't you give us your thoughts on this question here? Okay. So I'm going to start with what made this person so interesting. And what made this person so interesting is just the fact that like he could make any story seem surreal and unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It could be the most mundane story. And he, he'd be screaming and yelling about it, and you would be drawn to it. He's like a magnet. He could start telling a story about how he went to the grocery store and the, the salary was overpriced, and mm-hmm. he would draw a crowd immediately. So this person, is his name's Mo. He's just a, a goofy dude, 
and um, I don't really have much more to say about him, but it, he's definitely one of the more interesting people. And he, and like, I guess another thing that makes him interesting is that he does things that a normal, I, I don't want to say functioning because he's functioning too, but like uh, somebody who cares about their like reputation wouldn't do if that uh, makes any sense at all. How do you know Mo? Um, I play volleyball with Mo. Oh, okay. He is a setter. He is a very short man. Okay. Yes, but he's entertaining. He's the most interesting person I've ever met. You see, when I think, and I've thought about this question for a bit now, the most interesting person you've ever met, I kind of, I, I struggled to come up with one person in particular because I think that's the point of, of people is to be interesting in their own unique way because yeah. no two people are the same but i i think we kind of generalize the idea of an interesting person and kind of around that generalized idea it would have to be a professor from my sophomore year chris stone this guy was just a complete savant about anything and everything so you're um you're taking interesting as meaning like just having it like interesting brain essentially or like so how i took it was interesting like people are interested to be around them so i guess i I may have taken it a little bit different than you people are interested to be around them or like they draw they draw people yeah like that's that's what yeah well yeah well i i guess my point here is that he would throw up a one slide powerpoint be up behind him and he would look at the crowd he'd squint he'd look around the room rub his hands together and talk for an hour and a half straight. Like he was reading a book in his head. So, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine sitting at dinner with this guy and he's, and he's sitting there reading, reading you war and peace from his brain, just in conversation. So what did he teach you? Was it history? Uh, he was a history professor. Yes. Interesting. So he, he like just had all the history books memorized essentially. Yeah. He, he might've just had a photographic memory. Oh, and he's just talking from like experiences he had. No, as in like he could memorize the pages of the book and just read the book. Okay. From his brain. That is interesting. Crazy stuff. Did you have like a, a, a working relationship with him or did you just show up to his class and listen to him talk? I was more interested in just hearing him talk. Yeah. Sit in his class and listen. Mm -hmm. Well, our last question comes in from an unknown source, but they ask, does mayo go on a burger? What are your thoughts? Well, I I think my thoughts are rather simple. I don't have any problem with mayo being on a burger. In fact, I think it complements it well. See, I I am the same in in being impartial. However, I don't think that it complements it well. Really? You However, I've never tried. I've never tried it. So you've I never had mayo on a burger? That can't no. be true. That can't why, possibly. Why would I ever put mayo on a burger? There's a lot of places that do it. It's not that uncommon of a thing. Does Does McDonald's do it like their Big Mac? I have no idea. Okay, I I, I feel like they do, but I so I guess I may have, but I don't think I've ever requested mayo on my burger. Well, you usually don't. If you go into a place and you order a burger. Either it's going to come with mayo or it's not going to. And if it does, 
it usually complements the burger rather well, and there's a reason that uh, the establishment does it. Yeah. Do you do you like like mayo in general? You know, I've seen a lot of mayo slander online in recent years, and I don't understand it at all. Really, mayo, if used right, has a lot of purposes. I agree. Oh, we discussed this at some point because we Did were we bashing Miracle Whip. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we we Miracle agreed Whip that Miracle Whip is sucks. disgusting. Sucks. But mayo is mayo is great. I do but, I do think mayo is great. Well, I think we might have even touched on this when we talked about it before. It it has to be like a Hellman's or a name brand. You start getting into the off-brand mayos, you're going uh, down a very slippery road. It is definitely exponentially better to have like a name brand. I I only know Hellman's. Are there what are the other ones? Heinz maybe. Have, Heinz is probably good. Um, now, I am uh, I'm not a mayo expert by any means, but you I don't claim th- to be. That's, and I don't claim to be. But I th- I think just in general, the idea of uh, off-brand mayo is a bit uh, off-putting. Right, because it does have a little little like twang to it that makes it almost seem like spoiled milk so at the point where you're going off brand it's not even like appealing anymore it's just rotten something Mm -hmm. it's like miracle whip essentially off brand mayo you're saying right like well that's how i'd imagine it being i've never gotten anything but hellman's so i don't know for sure but that's how i imagine it i'd like to try to drum up support for a boycott on miracle whip I, I believe the name brand, I think Heinz might make it. Uh, so we don't necessarily want to put Heinz under, but we want to put the company that makes Miracle Whip under. Do you think Heinz makes Miracle Whip? I think Heinz makes the name brand Miracle Whip. Really? I'm going to do a quick Google search. Heinz. So Heinz is like mainly the ketchup thing, right? Yes, I believe that's what they're mostly known for is the ketchup. But I think the name brand Miracle Whip is made by Heinz, and I want to wage war against them. Oh, it's Kraft. It's Kraft. So we can is it actually leave Heinz out of this? Okay. Yes. I apologize yep. to Heinz, but Kraft, you are now on my shit list. Yes, I agree. Well, should we should we call in our guest today? I guess let's ring him in. Yeah. So our guest today is Tyler Daphner. He's got some interesting stories to tell, but uh, I won't really talk too much about until he's in with us so so let's bring him in and we're back with our guest tyler daphner for the sake of the podcast we're just gonna go with daph if that's all right thanks for having me on mel big lou <laughs> so uh, daph i hear you got some interesting stories to tell us and wh- why don't you start at the beginning? You, uh, you've been experiencing sleep paralysis is that is that right yes that is right and Duff, I'm actually um, kind of interested to hear this because I have oh experienced sleep paralysis as well on and off. So what are these oh, experiences you've been having recently? Yeah. Well, I'll start off from the beginning. So this is the, the first, uh, first year of college, first day, actually, I get sleep paralysis. And I wake up, can't move a muscle, can't do anything. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, this is pretty messed up. Fast forward a couple, couple months later, I get it again. Same thing, can't move, whatever. I'm not, I'm, I'm chilling at this point, right? But then this year, I don't know what's a, what it's about this year. Maybe I'm stressed out, not getting enough sleep. But a couple of weeks ago, get it again. This time, instead of just, you know, 
having being paralyzed and stuff, I hear whispers in my ear. I don't, I'm starting to freak out a little bit. My heart's racing a little bit. What were these whispers saying? Just it was just like just whispers, like no words. But then all of a sudden, I'm laying there, and somebody lays on my back. I'm like, what? What the hell is going on here? I, I don't know what's going on. I'm scared for my life. And then also, oh, hey, let me ask you: fine. Are you a belly sleeper? I am. So that I could, could, I couldn't see anything. So that I was could like, be oh, part of your problem up. too. And then just a couple of days ago, this is the worst one I've ever had. Uh, I wake up, can't move, and I see something. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a snake and E.T. combined. Very scary looking. <laughs> and it tells me straight up to my face, I'm going to kill your family. So I was freaking out. It was just insane. Wait, so what would you do to like come up with a, a solution? I just closed my eyes. <laughs> yeah, so at I'm that gonna... point, you were still in bed. Like, you couldn't move still. No. But you were no. awake. Yes. And then you see this snake-like figure come yeah, up creeps and tell, over my bed and tells you that it's going to kill your family. Multiple times. Oh, it told uh, you it this like, multiple times? Oh, so it was taunting I think you. he had like, yeah, like telepathic. I was like saying, Sh- shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and just keep saying it. Keep saying, I'm going to kill your family. And it's just a skit. It has a face of almost like E.T., but it's like wrinkly. You know how, how E.T. looks kind of? Yeah. Scary eyes, like dark pits. Just insanely frightening you know this is actually like i said experiences i've had as well with sleep paralysis and it's it is terrifying at first all right because you wake up and if you've never experienced it before you just like you're awake and conscious but you just cannot move so like the first couple of times yep your heart starts pounding because i mean you could be paralyzed for all you know you don't know um, but after it happens to you a couple times, it's less frightening, I would say, unless obviously you have an experience that Duff is describing where you just wake up not being able to move and you just sit and wait until you can suddenly move again. Crazy stuff. And I'll say, Duff, I have had an experience like you're describing with the monster. Yes. Where you're laying there and it comes up and it talks to you in almost gibberish. And you what's, have no wait, what's option. Your, what's your experience, Lou? I, I mean, I can't remember. Now. This this was this was a bit ago. You you can't do anything. And then sometimes I've had the experience where I wake up and like I notice that like I'm essentially paralyzed and I don't worry too much. And suddenly I'm like Aladdin flying on a magic carpet. And that I like have to happens, my... that like happens in your your sleep yes. paralysis. You're on. A, I thought you were like were using like a a simile or, or like some sort of metaphor, but you like actually end up on a magic carpet. Well, not, well, not actually. I mean, I, I guess you it could. It feels like it. You very well. Right. Could. Yeah. I mean, but like yeah. you'll wake up and you'll recognize that you're in the sleep paralysis. And then your brain will start playing games where like you experience a bunch of things. And then like 30 seconds later, you'll come to this realization that you're still in sleep paralysis and nothing has happened. Yeah. So you guys are like certain that these these weren't like dreams. Though. Oh, it's not positive. Dreams. I'm I'm like there's people that refuse to believe that this is real and actually happens. It's very much real and it very much does happen. Yeah. So the first time the first time I heard Daft tell me the story about how he's hearing whispers in his ears after being having sleep paralysis, I was I was like, no, that's not real. Like you're just making this stuff up. And then uh, I was listening to, to something else and they're describing sleep paralysis and like every single word that, that 
stuff said to me was like what this article was describing or this podcast was describing. Yes. It was like word for word. And I was like, okay, that might be legit. You know, it, it's like, you know how there's Holocaust deniers that refuse to believe that the Holocaust ex- happened. I, I did not know that, but that's a real thing. Illegal. Yeah. I think too, in, in a lot of countries, but there should be a penalty uh, against sleep paralysis deniers that don't believe that sleep paralysis exists because Duff and I are, as far as I'm concerned, we're survivors. We are. We are survivors. It's terrifying. Victims, victims of our own mind. It's probably taken five to 10 years off of my life waking up in panic. Well, speaking of speaking of the Holocaust, have we had any updates on our our African president named Adolf Hitler? No, uh, none that I'm aware of. No, I haven't heard of him so, at all either. So I'm if hoping there that aren't he's, he's... any updates. That's probably a good thing. Probably he's not starting a new nope. one. Nope, for sure. All right. Well, let's let's move on to our fake news segment. This week, I have brought in two real stories and one made up story. And um, I'm going to I'm going to read them out and you guys are going to guess which one is the made up one. So our my first story, it says woman makes bomb threats to get boyfriend off work. And the quote from the story is a main woman said she was going to plant four bombs near the plant in which her boyfriend was working in order to get him off of work and spend more time with him. That's right. That's very believable. I, I would say I feel like that is very women are crazy. Well. That's not too far-fetched, I don't think. Okay, so that's our number one. Number two, man arrested after mistaking a gun for a bank statement. A Georgia man was removed from U.S. Bank after drawing a weapon. He claims to have mistakenly picked up a gun off of his table instead of his bank statement. I mean, that's just preposterous. I feel like that one could also be real. I mean... Duff, we're talking about Duff, we're talking about a piece of paper versus a gun. Yeah, but who could make this up? That you just can't make. I that think one Mel's up. capable like, of it. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. You don't think that, like, maybe if the bank statement was like in a case or something, and he, I don't know. That's how I pictured it. What the, the bank statement two... was in a gun case? No, I mean like a case. I think those two objects are just so. Or maybe this guy was just lost. I feel like if you were making this up, these two objects would look somewhat similar, but maybe because it's paper, like paper, right, and a gun. I feel like you just you can't make that up. Yeah, Mel, have you have you ever held a piece of paper before? Yes, I have. Have you ever held a gun before? Yes, I have. Quite different in weight. They are quite different. (laughs) They are very different. All right, number three. Why you don't hide drugs in a bag labeled bag full of drugs. Two Florida men arrested after police find 75 grams of methamphetamine in a package labeled bag full of drugs. Hmm. I could see happening in Florida. Yeah. Hey, that's another hmm. one of those Florida man uh, stories. I think I, I think I'm going to count that one out right away as being the fake one. So you think that one's true, you're saying? Uh, yeah. One? Okay. And inst- almost instantly, I was sold on the first one being real. So by default, I think I'm going to go with your second story as being the fake one. Okay. I'm yeah, what to, are your thoughts? I have to go with uh, number three. It's fake. Number three, the, the Florida man. The Florida man the with bag, bag of full of drugs. Well, as- Lou, congratulations. 
that one was fake. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to come up with one mm-hmm. that was just so preposterous. I won't even been able to make it up in my head. Awesome. Yeah. But I actually did make it up in my you head. Got me. Yeah. Did get me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, a gun versus a piece of paper, that would be quite the mistake. Yeah. And then I kind of pictured it going down in my head. I'm like, this guy comes to the, the counter, goes pulls, into his pocket, yep. pulls out a gun. And then he's like, oh, that's not my bank statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think he'd someone like that would recognize uh, before they actually got in the bank and then pulled out the gun that it wasn't the bank statement. I'm right. glad that that's not a real story. <laughs> Me too. That would have been a tough scene. Um, but I'm glad that I got tough on that one. That was, that's my first time I tricked somebody. I can't I say that shocks so me. Crazy. <laughs> well, it just seems so crazy that. Yeah, that's that just. Story, I mean, like it could. Be it's true. basically become a meme, a meme at this point where you know the florida man this that i, I don't think that's all too crazy as far that's as what the florida I, man story goes that's what i was hoping to get you and i was hoping that's you guys were going to think like oh the the florida man he definitely had a florida man because everybody thinks florida men are crazy and it's proven there that that's what i noticed there's a main in the first one florida in the second one i should have went with the middle one there is no place mm-hmm. but yes there was no man who mistaked his banks or a gun for his bank mm-hmm. statement so we have our next segment and we have a fight to the death yet again and last week we had another fight to the death where which was our cereal um the mascots for different cereals and lou we got crushed in the polls like we got annihilated we weren't even close yeah, I, Sam, I think Sammy took 60 some percent. I'm pulling it up now, but he took a large portion of polls. Yeah, I'm thinking the poll Sammy. was juiced somehow because I don't see how someone could have possibly voted against my team. I put together quite the squad. Your team was the worst team out of any of them. Shut up, Duff. So, for the listeners yeah. who haven't heard of the previous podcast, Lou's team was Buzz, the Honey Nut Cheerios mascot um horatio magellan crunch also known as captain crunch count chocula very well may have been the worst pick of all time shut up it's a and vampire Sonny, the cocoa puffs bird Sonny was the best pick Sonny on his a good team pick. i'll give him this the b Chocula was, is all right there are two or the b was li- is literally the size of your head it's well then sammy has tony the tiger who what cares is to- if what if tony the tiger is allergic to bees He's going to piss well, he, down the bee before yeah, he'll happens. kill the bee before he gets stung. Bullshit. But yeah, Sammy had Tony the Tiger, Frankenberry, Mr. T, and Boo Berry. So he had like a ghost, Frankenstein, a tiger, and, and Mr. T. So he had a solid team. I mean, I, I look back at my list and I probably wouldn't have voted for my team. I, I had Sonny, aside from the sun, like nobody ever respects the sun. Both times I picked the sun, no. I've lost. Every other time I've won all the other ones though. I think I want to lay some ground rules before we start uh, this next draft. As I think we've already, why don't you introduce, why don't you introduce what the draft is? So the topic this week is kids cartoons, correct? Correct. And so what that doesn't include is like comic superheroes. Correct. Um, And I'd also like to establish Melv. I don't want you picking the sun this time so i don't want you saying you know uh, i want the teletubby son i was know? thinking about that's it i have it down table. that is off, off the, the table. table okay 
That's probably yeah. good for me because I won't get any yes. respect on that. Yeah. Okay. And then we also established that like cartoons, the by kids cartoons, we mean like not explicit or yeah, not explicit cartoons. Like Rick and Morty. Yeah. So Rick and Morty characters, Rick's off the board. Um, Family Guy. I don't know if there's anybody in there that you want to pick, but all those are off the board. It's kids cartoons, cartoons that you put your nephew by. This is, uh, I mean, this is a podcast for the kids, so. It's for the kids. It's a kids show. So, Lou, let should we give the guests the first pick again, or do we want to switch it up a little bit? We'll let the guests take the first pick. All right. Daph, you got first pick. I'll take second, and Lou has the tail of the draft Fair. this week. All right. With the first overall selection in the draft, I'm taking Ben 10. I feel like it's just a great pick. See, I, I'm not old, I'm not familiar at all with Ben Ten, so I all can't right, so, comment yeah. all too much. Yeah, explain what Ben Ten is because I, I was not familiar either, but I did have him on my list. He's got this thing called the Omnitrix or something, Omni Matrix, something like that. It's a watch that you can automatically set or just set by slapping it. He turns into like an alien that has different powers for the certain scenario, so he can go and pick any alien. He can be like a little tiny ant type thing, a big monster thing with all these superpowers i feel like he's got almost anything you can do like time travel he can do basically anything he's unstoppable so ben 10 yes yeah i mean i, I don't have much to say about it. i've never seen or heard of it before so really sounds like a good pick i have not watched ben 10 either but i will i had discussed this with a few of my colleagues when they suggested ben 10 but uh okay Okay, so now I am on the clock, and I, I already know what show I'm going with. However, I have to decide if I want to take the person that would actually win or if I want to take the person that has some name power to it. We are we, like polls are the people that decide anyway right. the, who wins this battle. Right. So I, I'm going to I'm going to take the name power, but I, I will mention the other one shortly after. So my first pick, I'm taking Cosmo. From the Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. And I figure he can you can give me how does the song? It was like milkshake, rubber goose, birthday cakes, giant moose. And something to that effect. That. Yeah. Large yes. um, shake. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I don't hate the pick. You know, it, it's a magic fairy. You can do a lot with a magic fairy. Right. You can do a lot of things. So the the other pick that I, I want to mention. And I do want to mention it because it, it has a similar name to one of your picks in the past, Lou. Um, it it's from the Fairly Odd Parents too, but it's it's that big buff fairy. The I don't Jackson. know. If, yeah, the guy that's just jacked. I don't oh, know okay. Why. And his name is Jorgen von Strangle. So how, did you, how did you how did you figure Strangle. that out? I I had to look it up. Interesting. Wait. So what is your actual pick here? Cosmo. Then why did you mention this other guy? I, I figured he's already off the board if I took Cosmo. Why would he be off the board? It's like the same thing, except whatever. I, well, what I if I Cosmo. wanted to take him with my next pick? You can. I give you every right to do that, but I don't think you'd get well, I didn't, nearly enough but... respect on the poll. <laughs> okay. All right. So I can already see us running into an issue here. I want to make a pick, but it's actually three people. Depending on well, who it is. No, I it, it's a group. It. I mean, I, if I know who you're gonna pick, but the thing you is, I so? could have just picked Cosmo and Wanda because those go hand in hand, right? No, those are. Oh, I just much... picked Cosmo. All right, I know who um, this pick is. Different, three different colors. 
Yes, I'm going to take yes, the Teenage that, Mutant you, you Ninja You only Turtles. get one. Oh, yeah, I can only, only get take one. one? You, you only, only get one. one. Well, what the hell? Pick your poison, because uh, I have that on my list, too, but I uh, only had one. But the, right. the rest are off. I say the rest are off the board after he takes this one. All right. Um, I'll take, I guess, Michelangelo. Oh, gosh. What a terrible pick. There's four turtles, and you pick the worst one. How are you not going to pick Raphael with the first pick? Or even Leonardo. Listen. I don't know the turtles all too well individually, which is why I wanted the group. Pretty sure Michelangelo is the purple one, which is probably the worst. No, one. that's Donatello. I'm pretty sure. Oh, then you got orange one, which is even worse. He's an idiot one. <laughs> Listen, well, no matter I, what color it is, I give you every right to take one. every single turtle as all of your picks if you want to. Those can just be your picks. You can have the four teenage mutant. Well, I would very clear. That would be unfair. I'd very clearly win then. <laughs> No, if I've got four all. fighting ben turtles. Ben taking out all four of them, no problem. Against Whatever. Cosmo and Ben Ten. Are, Whatever. Destroying all four. Wait, so tell tell me which which turtle you took, Michelangelo, the orange one. Well, what if I want to change it now? <laughs> well, you easily could because I don't remember what you took. Yeah, you remember uh, that Michelangelo. Michelangelo. All right, yep. fair enough. All right, Lou picked Michelangelo, and you get another pick now, Lou. So second pick here, I'm gonna go. With a rather, I, I think this might be unconventional, but I'm gonna go. Ah, I don't know if I want to do this now. I'm I'm kind of scared. I'm gonna take Peppa the pig. Oh my <laughs> no god! Way. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Man. You could not have picked a worse. Shut up, Duff. What is terrible? What? Is, okay, so explain to me how you envision Peppa the pig helping you. Because Peppa the pig is seven foot one. Did you know that? I did not, but I don't think she's going to help. Or he? I think is it she. She, he? Well, Peppa? actually, I was I was recently enlightened to the fact that, and I wasn't aware of this, it's just Peppa Pig, apparently. No, no, no. It's Peppa the Pig, as far as I'm concerned. So, it, he's, it's a seven-foot-one pig. It's Peppa the Pig. Yes. It's a seven-foot-one. And it can walk one. on its hind legs. And also, speaking of that, I want it noted on the graphic thing that michelangelo is a ninja turtle okay yeah that I might can, not be we can make that happen all right but <laughs> i'm taking peppa the pig okay. peppa the pig with just terrible <laughs> that's not a bad it's a seven foot one pig just two awful picks on the turn but what when people see peppa about? the pig <laughs> i have they just, a badass know. turtle and a out. seven foot one pig <laughs> that's a beefy pig um so i guess it's my turn now and <laughs> You, I think you guys have every right to turn this one down, but I'm going to try to take it anyway. And um, I'm going to stick with the magic theme, and I'm going to take the magic school bus. I'll, 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 I mean, I'll let you take it, but it's a terrible pick. Why is that? It's a bus, a bus school that, bus. that can do whatever it wants. Well, you need a bus driver. So you no. Literally, you literally just have a bus just no. sitting in the arena. Yeah, like, what is that Cosmo going to drive the bus? Move? <laughs> or maybe one of my future picks will drive the bus. Uh, I don't fair. like that pick at all. You eviscerate every pick I win. make. That pick stinks. Well, th- imagine this. You got a bus that can make itself as big as it wants to be, driving directly at Peppa the Pig. Even if Peppa the Pig's seven foot one. Well, that bus is going to have, uh, who did I, Michelangelo on its ass too. <laughs> well, it very well could. But it's it's a you, tank. You, you took a school bus for crying out loud. A magic school bus. It it is magic. Uh, I mean, 
I'm pretty sure that thing can talk. It's got eyes and a mouth, I think. Does it actually? Yeah, it, I'm pretty, it, it I'm pretty I thought certain. It, I thought it could just fly, which if in that event, you, you're better off just taking Santa's sleigh. Well, the one the one um episode that I remember of the Magic School Bus, it shrunk down and went in some, inside like somebody's body. So it, it has more abilities than just flying. Looks like it's got eyes, but no mouth, maybe. Yeah, eh. I'd say that's accurate. Seems awfully All happy. Right. They got a driver, though. So, so you got a, a Magic School Bus. I have the Magic School Bus, yes. And Cosmo. And Cosmo. So, Daff, you're on the clock. What is your second pick? This was – I had a hard time deciding between Ben 10 and this, this guy here. But so, this I'm is your 102? Oh, this is, this is one, 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 two. Oh, my goodness. One, one. This is just great. I'm going to go with Aang from The Last Airbender. He's mastered all the elements. He can move rocks. He can do fire. He does water. He does so, air. so this is Avatar. Avatar, yes. Okay. I think Daft's going for the niche crowd here. Yeah. Because I, 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 I never watched that one either. Um, I've watched very few episodes. Um, so he's the guy with the arrow on his head, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, do I get his uh, big like? Thing that he rides, Appa. No, don't get it. I think we established that in previous drafts that you get. That's fair. The character. Uh, so, what advantage would he have if he had his uh, big ogre with him? Well, it's just a. It's bigger than a bus. It's probably about three times bigger than the school bus, and it has horns. Like basically a flying mammoth, <laughs> almost. Interesting. It is just insane. You may have wanted to take that instead of Aang. No, nah, and he's got all the powers, though. Okay, Daph, you get another pick here. Yeah, another one? Yep, you're on the turn. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Samurai Jack. Who the hell is Samurai, Samurai Jack? Jack? <laughs> I, mean, yes, I don't know any of these people. All right, Samurai, this is, this is like more old school. It's like probably when we were like five years old. So it's a little, it's on Cartoon Network. So maybe you guys didn't watch Cartoon Samurai Network. Samurai Jack. Always one. Well, so wait, what show is it yeah. from? Samurai Jack. Oh, that's the name of the show. Well, it's him too. His name is Samurai Jack. Oh, it's the character and the show. Gotcha. Yeah. He's a samurai who is gifted a, a a samurai sword, a katana, by three gods. And he fights demons and can travel back in time. And he's fight he travels back in time to go fight this mega demon and ends up beating him. I thought this was a kid's show draft. It is, it is. You, you, know, you probably I, recognize it. My oh, analysis for these characters was a lot more surface level than what Duff me got too. into here. <laughs> me too. I'm just picking the magic ones, yeah. essentially. I, I essentially yeah. took a seven-foot-one pick. I do recognize that. You on the basis that the, it was seven-foot-one. That's foot the one. demon. Yeah, so D- Tyler right now, or Daff right now, is showing me pictures of Samurai Jack. I do recognize him, but I've never seen the show. Oh, Also, he does not age. Time has lost its grasp on him. I mean, come I, on. That's just not realistic. I swear to God. I don't foresee that being a problem in this draft. However, that is fair. Maybe it will have to outlast the magic school bus at some point in time. But the, the, the katana up. can slice through the can slice through the bus. And the bus could run him over too. No, he just slices it and he goes right through it. Right down the middle. That's how I picture katana sounding. Okay, I'm back on the boat or back on the clock. And I have some some interesting picks coming up here. Oh man! And I am do. I am at a loss right now. I have no clue where to go because I have like 
probably six, seven picks that I absolutely love right now. But I think I'm going to stick with, with my magic school bus idea. And I'm going to go with Thomas, the tank tank engine, Thomas, the tank engine. Oh my God. That's another terrible pick. pick. I got, I got magic and I got mass. That's Thomas all I need. The train. So how is he going to move around? He needs a track. That is a good point. I did not think that through completely. Does he come oh. with the track? Only arena. I'm, I'm starting to not like this pick as much <laughs> yeah. as I did. So it's going to be a train um, off of off of a train track, just sitting somewhere. How's that going like to help? He still him? has some sort of ability to like at least spin. His Absolutely tires. not. No, he okay. does look kind of creepy. So I'll give him that. Yeah, I, I mean that that like may have been intimidation a factor. mistake. Now that I I think it through, may have been. because we did establish that like people like uh, Ang doesn't come with his his big beef boy, right? And um, so yeah, I kind of shot myself in the foot there. I just have a tank engine apparently, <laughs> with no magic this, abilities. He could smoke out the arena. Uh, that's a good point. I'll take that. I mean, I think it'll be a distraction factor. I think I agree. It is a terrible pick, but no, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. It's going to Thomas. The tank engine is going to just be my beefy distraction. Okay. After that train wreck of a pick, I think with my third pick, I'm going to take the Kung Fu Panda. Interesting. I like it. I like the pick. It's, It's a giant panda bear that knows Kung Fu. He is the what is he called the Dragon Warrior? I have no clue, but it's a it's a panda that knows kung fu. Yeah, I think we can assume that it's like at the end of the the show as well, because at the beginning, if we remember, he was not at all a kung fu warrior. He was just a panda. See, I, I'm not familiar at all with the show or the movie. I'm I just know that it's a bear that knows kung fu. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I'll give you that. And then my last pick already, my gosh, I have like 10 names on this list and I want every single one of them. I think, oh, I'm, I'm going to go with Jerry, the mouse from Tom and Jerry. No, it was my pick. What the hell? He never loses. He always, he always wins. Yes. He always wins. It's like every episode is like the tortoise and the hare. And the tortoise wins every single time. Jerry is undefeated. He has never lost. He always outwits the damn cat, Tom. Yeah, but cats are dumb as hell. There's those like people he outwits occasionally too. Oh, he'll outwit anything. That's a smart little mouse running around. I think that's an excellent pick. And I was going to take it with my next pick if you had you not. Um, so I'm I'm sad now, but it is my pick. And I, I still have names on the board that I would be happy with. And this this pick, this is my next pick, and it could be bad. But um, so there, there's a show where there's two kids, and they can build anything and do anything, essentially. And and Daft just mentioned the name. It's, it's Phineas and Ferb. And initially, I had Phineas written down. Then I got thinking about it. I, oh. I started thinking, I'm like, that's not the right pick. He's he's just the talker. You is. got you need the the silent one. So I'm taking Ferb. Ferb is my Oh, I thought you were gonna pick. take Perry the Platypus. Oh I should have oh, taken Perry the Platypus. Jesus Christ, no. He never loses. Ferb. No, Ferb is my pick. He can build anything, 
and do anything. Yeah, that's true. It's all right. Herb. I mean, what is he going to do against a, a seven foot one pig? He's going to drive the magic school bus right into him. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, Peppa Pig has been the worst pick so far, I think. Yeah, and so we've what are had you some talking about? Yeah, no power. He's seven foot one. What? I've never watched the show, but I just imagine being out there. I never hey, have. I'm, like, I'm Peppa Pig. I'm Peppa Pig. I'm and Peppa then, the and then pig. he just gets annihilated. I'm Peppa the Pig. <laughs> and Jerry comes in. Uh, Jerry's just, little mouse. Jerry's just gonna get pissed off at him and probably take him out first before he takes out any any other. Take team. out Peppa the Pig. I don't hate. Yeah. That. Yeah. It might. It might happen. I think that's how it's gonna go down. Mm. Well, Daph, you're rounding off, rounding out the draft here. I'm gonna take uh, I don't know what her name is, but the green Powerpuff Girl. The green one. The green one. The real. Why the Why the green, green one? one specifically? She's a bitch. She's like. Oh really? Psycho. Yeah, she's the angry one. I feel like I need the anger on the team. So, so do all of the Powerpuff Girls have their own unique? Like personality wise, yeah. All right, so the green one is named Buttercup. Buttercup, yeah. Buttercup. Yeah, it's so, very. I don't think that name will fare well on the poll. No, look at a picture. She looks angry. Yeah. Okay. So our we have our team set, and Daft's team is the Green Powderpuff Girl, Ben Ten, Ang, the Avatar guy, and Samurai Jack. Lou's team is Kung Fu Panda, Peppa the Pig. Oh, she looks pissed off. Jerry. And who's wait, who's your last pick, Lou? I don't know. I don't have it down. Peppa the pig. Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Michelangelo. 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 Yep. There he is. Okay. Yep. Michelangelo, Michelangelo, Peppa the Pig, Jerry. And Kung, and Fu, Kung Panda. Fu Panda. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to hear the t- names? Or, go ahead. Yeah, let me finish my t- so my team is Cosmo from the Fairly Odd Parents. I got Ferb. Thomas the Tank Engine and the Magic School Bus. Yikes. That sounds terrible. Sounds like a victory to me. <laughs> so uh, I want to go ahead and mention the names left on my list because there's quite a few of them. And I want to yes, see I would what like you guys to think of them. As well. So Pepe Le Pew, the skunk from Looney Tunes. Uh, what? Just because I like his name. Okay. Pepe Le Pew. Two, Larry the Lobster. Yeah, I had him written down. Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah, I was thinking yeah. about him as well. Him too. I think he's just a genius. Uh, I'm going to scratch it. I would have never drafted Bugs Bunny, but for some reason that's on my list. Next, Puss in Boots. A little oh, cat yeah. with a sword. Shrek now, uh, himself, yeah, just a I, giant I, ogre. I was just about to ask you about that. I had him on my list, but I wasn't certain yeah. if, well, uh, we'll see. if that was going to pass. Well, you can't like Shrek and not like seven foot one Peppa the Pig. Shrek, Shrek has some is an meat. ogre. He's, he's an angry man. Yeah, but of... Peppa the Pig is a seven foot one pig. He's Peppa the Pig. But it's okay. like... All right. Yeah, Popeye. Yep. Right. I have Popeye down. The He-Man. Yeah, that, like, I saw, That's a, I took that as a superhero, superhero, essentially. Oh, come on. So I didn't take him. Actually, fun fact, when I was working at Lowe's, they called me the He-Man. Why is that? <laughs> it was just one guy in particular that... uh. He just started calling me the He-Man one day, and from there on out, I was the He-Man to him. The He-Man. But anyways, Lou the He-Man. Sully from oh, Monsters yeah. Inc. Scooby Doo. Clifford the Big Red Dog. I did have Clifford on my list too. And Otis the Cow from Barnyard. Oh no! 
I'm glad you did not pick that one. I was very Some honorable close. mentions off my list that weren't mentioned already. I had Johnny Bravo, um, Inspector Gadget, and Kim Possible. Those were the mm. three. And I had I Leonardo Inspector from Gal- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had so you only had one there. turtle on, on your list? Right. It, I was going to take okay. Leonardo if I had the opportunity. Yeah, I had some ones that are not very mainstream. Uh, the Grim Reaper from yeah. The Grim Adventures of Bill and, Billy and Mandy. You guys ever watched that show? Well, I don't think that's what the Grim Reaper's from, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. He's, oh, he's okay. He's the main character. Uh, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. Little okay. genius. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's all I had. So I got four on my top six. I like it. All right. Well, I think yeah. we'll let the listeners decide that. I think I think this has been a solid draft, and I'm actually curious of victory. Normally, I'm pretty confident in myself, but I don't know who's taking it yeah, this time. Yeah, your team this week is, to put it lightly, not good. I mean, I have two magic items. Yeah, yeah and a, a, just say tank I've heard engine. Okay. about this yeah. damn magic school bus. I have four magic people. I disagree. Lou, how did you do last week in your betting? I actually did pretty well. College yeah. football, four and three, which puts us at 14 and 18 for the year after a horrendous week one. NFL, get this, Mel, seven and two against the spread. Seven and two. Really? Yep, 19 and 10 on the season. People that do this professionally don't even. Yes, people that do this for a living don't even do it as well as I do it. There's not a soul on this planet that knows football better than I do. Picks for this week. I don't know. What is it? Week week four, four. college week. No, no. Week five, college week four, NFL. By the way, Wisconsin sucks. Graham Mertz is yeah. terrible. Yeah, we know. What, yeah, so it's a quick story time about that. Me, me and Tyler went to Chicago this weekend. Me and Daph went to Chicago this weekend, and um, we went to a bar for the game, and, and we were watching the game and, well, briefly watching the game, and we watched up to the third quarter. Or it was beginning of the fourth quarter when Wisconsin kicked the field goal. They went up 13-10, to 10, and then we left, and we hopped on a train. And while we're on the train, we're getting updates like, Notre Dame scored, Notre Dame scored, Notre Dame scored, Notre Dame scored. Final 41 to 13. All in one quarter. Just depressing. Yep. Yeah. That's just a side story. They were up in that game 13 nothing. And the next thing you know, it they were 41 13. Fourth quarter, they yeah. were. So, I mean, what do you do, Duff? What do you do now with Graham Mertz? He stinks. I don't even know what to tell you. I say give him another game. If he stinks still, which he probably will, he's got to throw a backup in. Or maybe. Switch like a safety, like they did with Tanner McAvoy back in the day. Yeah, put him at quarterback and just run yeah. read options the whole game. Well, that well because they have a big game this week again against Michigan. Yep. Do you guys think they win that game? No, nope. I don't. No, they're getting set up. And then Fox then they, Sports is getting set up on the Madison campus right now for the big game. Uh-huh. They're putting their their big noon setup. Yeah, right outside of our our engineering yeah. hall. Yeah, I think. Wisconsin is still favored in the game, which shocks me. But not a chance. Michigan's undefeated, still, right? Yeah. So if Wisconsin loses loses this game, they'll be only, or one and three. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. Not I I good. think I don't think we should just glance over the fact that your Minnesota Gophers 
lost to Bowling Green this no, week. I, I, they did. It was homecoming too. But I, I've oh, said it. Man. I've <laughs> said it for over a year now that the program's dead. PJ Flex sucks. I mean, he knows, he, how to, he knows how to build a program. Yeah, if you ask me nicely, I'll come save it for him. I will save his program. He's yet to reach out. I think that's a big mistake on his part, as you can see what happened. I mean, they're only like two and a half point dogs to Purdue this week. I don't know how that team wins another game this year. They just lost to Bowling Green at home as a 30-point favorite. Not a good look. Not a good look. So, Lou, what what are your picks this week? Uh Notre Dame minus two versus Cincinnati, Iowa minus four at Maryland, BYU minus seven and a half at Utah State in the Mormon Bowl, Duke plus 18 at North Carolina, Minnesota, or actually Purdue plus two. Actually, Purdue, I think, is two and a half point favorite in that game. I don't know. Anyway, I like Purdue either way. Uh, Arkansas plus 18 and a half at Georgia, Texas minus five at TCU, Louisville plus seven at Wake Forest, Oklahoma. At Kansas State, Kansas State plus 10.5, Oregon minus 8.5 at Stanford, uh, Louisiana Lafayette minus 12 at South Alabama, Arizona State plus 3.5 at UCLA, Fresno State minus 10.5 at Hawaii, the Ole Miss Bama under 78, and then Michigan money line at Wisconsin. And I respect the troops game of the week, right? still riding Air Force minus 10.5 at New Mexico. Did they do you well last week? They did. They've won two weeks in a row, or they've covered at least two weeks in a row. So over to the NFL side. Yes. Thank you, Casey dog. All right. Duff Texans at bills. Guess the line. Mm, I'll say minus 13 and a half. It's bills minus 17. I actually like the Texans plus 17. That's just too many points. Yeah, I agree. Titans jets. Guess the line. Titans jets. I would say Titans 13 and a half. Uh, Titans seven and a half. So I like the Titans in that oh. one. I think they'll win by oh, 30. Yeah. Hey, easily. The football team at Falcons. That's got to be six and a half, maybe. The red uh, football team. Point and a half, you said? Six and a half. Oh, six and a half. No, it's football team one and a half point favorite at Falcons. Oh, I like the Falcons football. money line, actually. Oh, football oh, no. team stinks. Falcons are worse. Cardinal. They beat the Giants last week. Yeah, the Giants. And guess guess who was a genius and had the Falcons money line last week? Me. Cardinals at Rams, Duff. Guess the line. Yeah, the Rams, two and a half. Rams minus six. Mm-hmm. I like the Cardinals plus six. Plus six there. Rams are looking good. Ravens, Broncos. It's pretty much a pick them. It's Ravens plus one. And I do like the Ravens money line. Oh, easy. Um, let's see. Buccaneers at Patriots. Guess the line, Duff. 14. Mm. Patri- Bucks minus six and a half. No way. So and I like, the, I like the Bucks minus six and a half there. And then mm-hmm. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half. I like the Chargers minus three and a half. And then I like 49ers minus three at home against the Seahawks. Seahawks stink. So, so, Lou, remind us of your running record right now. Running record, NFL 19-10, and 10, college football 14-18. So you're getting close to the college football. They have an over 500. Yeah, and we're well over 500 in NFL action. You are in the NFL, and you're chipping away at – so I, I guess completely overall you're, you're positive. Plus four. Uh, yeah, plus four. Yeah. Plus four. And, and actually, after a money line win, 
we're plus more units than that. Oh, that's true. That is true. So let's move on to our hot corner and chopping block this week. For those of you who haven't listened, our hot corner is we each come prepared with something that we want to honor every week, and we call that our hot corner. And then we come in with something that we do not like or we think is overrated or just something that drives us nuts, and that we call our chopping block. So let's start with our chopping block this week. And Daft, did did you come up with a chopping block? I did. You did? I'd love and, to hear it. Oh, you'd hate to see it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> the Chicago Bean. Anybody that was with me in Chicago this weekend just knows what I'm talking about. Just a waste of space. No, and I, and I know many locals, many Chicago natives hate the bean, too. Oh, yeah, it costed $23 million to make. Did it, did really? it actually? Yes, $23, 23 million. million. I did some research. $23 million. I mean, that seems like... Steel. Something you could go to any metal scrapyard in America and put together for nothing. No, you would think. Now, I, when I was there, I was also not extremely impressed, but I was more impressed by the fact that there were no seams on this thing. Like, how did they put it together? Did did you I, hear anything about I that? Did, it did say, but I didn't. I didn't really read that part. I just couldn't look at the B anymore, so I had to get out of that page. Had to yeah, clear your I am. History. I'm myself yes. <laughs> not. By all means, not a bean fanatic. Because, like, I mean, it's a big attraction. You go there, you look at it. For then two minutes. What? Then what? Nothing. You know? Okay, it's the bean. Then what? Yeah, you can't do much. Like, it's not like you even have the opportunity to climb the bean. No. That would be kind of fun, though. Yeah, if they had a climbable bean, I'd be all for that. Well, I mean, what would you do then? You climb it. it. Yeah, climb it and then what? And climb down it. Okay. <laughs> no, we hate it's the bean. Not very impressed on the bean. All right. So Daft doesn't like the bean. Lou, what's your chopping block? My chopping block this week. I have I have a couple things actually. One, pop tarts. All right. Pop I I haven't had a pop tart in a long time, and I recently did have one. There is way too much pastry, not enough icing and filling. I agree. I swear, like three fourths of this pop tart is just like the, the edge paste, like the edge pastry part. There's no substance to it at all. It sucked. Yeah, the pop tart. I I do enjoy a good pop tart. What what's like your go to flavor, Lou, of pop tart? If I mean you have it, to, it's been so long. I uh, the blueberry was always good. Yeah, strawberry. I like the brown sugar cinnamon. I think that those one has the right amount bad. of. I think those have the right amount of goo to. I feel like they're all the same though. Are they not? Yeah, they are. But like <laughs> that one has the right amount for its flavor. All right. And, you know, an- another thing that I notice. Chop- talk about a chopping block. What are we doing? Like a frozen pizza, it, it has listed on there, four servings, and then it gives you the countdown. No, no, no. One frozen pizza is one serving. Mm-hmm. So you've put on the nutrition label one serving and then list everything that's in the pizza. Don't tell me that there's four servings in a pizza. There's not. Oh, there's definitely not. You cannot feed a family of four with one frozen no, pizza. No. One frozen pizza is one serving. So shoot it to me straight what the nutritional value of that is. Don't tell me there's four servings in a frozen pizza. There's not. Yes. I... 
I completely agree with that. It's just one serving. But I'll I'll take my I'll give my chopping block now. I had two actually had two chopping blocks that we both already mentioned. So I I am going to come up with a new one. Those are Graham Mertz. It was one of my chopping blocks. And then the other one is the the people that try to get you to register to vote. And we are I already ranted about that at the beginning of the of the podcast here. So I came up with a new one, and that new one is yellow lights. Okay. I think that I think that it should just go from green to red. I actually like that idea because, because people no, nobody ever listens to the yellow light. Anyway. No, no, no. People see yellow and they assume go. They assume they go gun faster. it. They gun it right. through the orange light. If you go from green straight to red, you'll have people. Sl- I, actually, that might cause more accidents. I would say keep the yellow. Yeah. No. <laughs> Eliminate no, the yellow light. I mean, there's got to be some solution. I'm not a fan of the yellow light myself. Maybe add another fourth light. Well, in between. The, what would that one be? Blue? I don't know. So the, the main gripe I have with it is at night. So I, I am a colorblind man. Mm-hmm. I At night, oftentimes, they'll have just one light flashing of the three. Right. And as I'm driving up to these things... You can't tell if it's yellow or red. So I as, have to stop at every single one until yeah, I'm as a color to realize person. that it's correct as a colorblind okay. person. So like, I guess a solution to this is we could have a green light on top. Wait, is it red or green on top? Red on top. Red is on yeah. top. Sideways, I think. Eh, debatable. Um, <laughs> red on top. Maybe like a blue one in the middle. Like yep. bright blue. Yeah, right and after the... Right, actually, bottom. I like it. So I Ooh, like it. Green. You go from green to the blue, then to yellow, then to red, because yeah. you go from green as in go free flowing traffic to blue mm-hmm. that warns you that the yellow is going to come. <laughs> and then so the yellow you're thinking comes the opposite solution and then you trans. What's that? So you're thinking the opposite solution is me. Like, instead of just being like, it's stop time. You're like, let's warn them that the yellow is coming. Yes. And then the yellow comes, and that's when people speed through, and then the red's there. No, no, no. Or do you think so, we need so a essentially? Shift? So essentially, the blue turns into what the yellow is now. So people see the blue, they're like, "Shit, the yellow's coming." Let me speed through quick. Then the yellow comes. Then people like actually obey that as the stop signal. So how are you going to get people to obey that yellow light, man? Uh, you got to enforce it. Have you ever so. seen a clockwork orange? You strap them to a chair. And like, I don't know, just basically ingrain it into their brain that that's what they have to do. Oh, uh, like a young age, maybe, maybe yeah. put this into like pre-K. Yeah. Get it trained them. We'll stop have to hire yellow, like a stop whole. Stop at yellow. Stop at yellow. Stop at yellow. That's all you, play, that's all I'm play using. It, yeah, you just play put it during nap time. On them. Yep. <laughs> Create like it's a whole yellow. propaganda really team. I think, I think we can make this one work. of our better ideas. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to. Uh, Let's, yeah, we got to send it in. Some, uh, some government representatives and. Yep. Mr. Buckley, if you're listening, we would love to Which also, you mentioned that Graham Mertz might be or was going to be your chopping block. What are the right. odds we could get him on the show to perhaps pretty help. high after his career just fell yeah. apart? I, not not to bash him or anything, just to help him as I don't know, he could come here. We could be like his therapist. Hey, you or suck, you know, right. Exactly. Like, tell us what's going on. Why do you stink? Just allow him to realize it. Yep. All right. Yeah. Enough with madness. 
Let's move on to our hot corner. Def, what is your hot corner this week? I was going to do the Toyota Camry by Slash That. Instead, I'm saying Donda the Album by Kanye West. For first listen through, first listen through was absolute garbage. Hey, hot it. garbage. Thought it was terrible. Listen to it again. I'm like, eh, maybe it's all right. And now I, I love at least a good four or five songs on it that I play every day. Really? Yes. You know, you're not the first person to tell me that. Casey Dog, who we had on the show a couple weeks ago, he told me the same thing. Mm-hmm. He said, just listen, yeah. keep listening to it, and it gets better. The more you listen to it, yeah, you gotta give it at least. Yeah, give it. I don't have time words. for that. I listened so, to it once; it sucked. I gotta move yeah, on. So I, I, I must mention. I must mention. I. That was my hot corner this week too. I had really. I, I'm gonna have to think of a new one, but well, I felt bad because we were bashing Donda, uh-huh. like our first episode. And oh, I, what, I what did you think? Did it. you think Big Dog Radio hurt Kanye West's feelings? No, it it hurt my feelings. Not thinking back on it, I'm like, I gave it one shot. I I said, I even said in that first podcast, I'm like, I listened to it that very morning. What did you just do? (laughs) Okay, for the listeners, I just watched Lou instead of opening a bottle with his hands, he bit the cap off of the bottle. (laughs) And now I have my mic in the other hand. Yeah, well, I can't grab it. I mean, I guess I could have put the mic down, but you could have set the mic down. We do have a stand after all, but. I felt bad for bashing that a- album so hard on the first first podcast, and I gave it a couple weeks, and now like some of my favorite songs are on that album. So well, I think you got to give it another chance. Maybe sometime within the next few years, I'll give it another chance. But okay, so yes, I'll, I will have to think of a new hot corner while Lou is talking. Well, my hot corner, I actually do have two of them this week. So my hot corner this week, pumpkin stuff. Like pumpkin oh, flavored things, yes. Oh, okay, pumpkin. I thought fl- you were talking the guts I, inside of a pumpkin. Yeah, oh no, oh no! I'm talking pumpkin flavored stuff. I go gaga over pumpkin flavored things. I'm talking pumpkin flavored coffee, pancakes, the white girl crazy muffins. Absolutely, I want all of it. I go absolutely crazy for anything pumpkin. What's like your go-to pumpkin? Um, Bye. pumpkin coffee. Pumpkin coffee is always good. Yeah. Uh, like I, literally anything pumpkin. Pumpkin. I mean, you could give me pumpkin cider, pumpkin what about beer. pumpkin seeds. Do you like pumpkin seeds? Pumpkin seeds. Absolutely. You roast pumpkin seeds. Some of the best seeds you can get. Yeah, I agree. You get, get some good seasoning on them. They're phenomenal. I got to say pumpkin might be the worst flavor of anything. Oh, come on. I it's just disgusting. You can't get me to eat a piece of uh, pumpkin pie. Are you serious? I refuse. Pumpkin pie, what like pumpkin bread too? You think is bad? I've never had pumpkin bread, but I don't like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pancakes? I wouldn't eat that shit. Oh my god! Whatever. I like the I like the choice, Lou. Pumpkin flavored things, pumpkin stuff, as you would say. And and then the second. I wanted to uh, pay homage to Wooly Mammoths. <laughs> For what reason? They're they're bringing Wooly Mammoths back. Oh, yes, they're genetically this. engineering Wooly Mammoths 
And now, do they have a like, reason for this, or are they just like, "Oh, that'd be cool." Let's. Bring I Boy think Man they just think that. it would be cool. Some people and are I think they're unethical. There's going to be herds of them in like Siberia, but the woolly like mammoth. Soon? Yeah, within like ten years, they think. Uh, do, do you think that there's a reason they went extinct? Like, should they not be living on Earth right now? Uh, I think I heard some. Well, no, there's not like any good reason. People just killed them off. Yeah. So like, so now we we want to bring them back just to have them. Like we don't have yes. like a reason behind it. Okay. Well, maybe I, make I Siberia I, like I don't a know. tourist attraction. I don't know the entire story, but yes, they they do intend on having the woolly mammoth make its triumphant return to earth. We'll have to keep updated on this one. Cause I'm interested. I think they should bring the dodo bird back too. I agree. Or what about, a uh, what is the name of that bear? It's uh the drop bear, the drop bear. Not, not the, the, the drop bear. bear. <laughs> yes. Not the drop bear. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad this came up because oh my this is Tyler's or Daft's favorite animal. I should have been on the hot corner, honestly. It's a drop bear. So Daft, do you mind explaining what a drop bear is? Oh, so let's say you only find them in Australia. I gotta get that out, out of the way first. Let's say you're walking. Well, I think first you should get out of the way. This isn't a real animal. We, yes, we oh, stab- it's hundred percent real. It's hundred percent real. I've seen it with oh, my own eyes. Okay. No, you haven't. You said you would never go to Australia because of the drop bear. Well, I saw one in the zoo once. All right. All right. So you're walking in Australia through like the jungle, through the woods, whatever they got there. You hear this noise, and you know, you know what it is. And it goes, I'm the drop bear. <laughs> it comes down right on top of your head, and you don't even get to see it. It's and then it late. kills you? Yep, you're done. But I, I thought it it only ate Vegemite. No, it does not like Vegemite. Oh, it so doesn't like what Vegemite. We, what I did when I was in Australia, we put it on you. You put it on yourself. Or you eat it the day before. Now, what is Vegemite? I don't know what the hell it is. They it's eat, like a they eat an Australian it's like sandwich a spread. You put it on like... Yeah, you okay. put it on bread. Eat it the day before, eat it the day of, maybe rub some on your neck or something. They won't drop on you. They're scared of it for some reason. I don't and know why. They, so they I think the, don't like Vegemite. They don't. Right. The idea behind that is that Australians apparently have a heavy take in, intake of Vegemite. So these, uh, so the, so the these natives, drop bears only attack. Okay. Like they only attack tourists the because country. those aren't used to consuming Vegemite. Right, exactly. And, the and there's, there's been a lot of research on um, what the reasoning behind it is. And that, that's the conclusion they came to. But at first, they thought it was because of people's accents. They didn't think the drop bear would attack people with Australian accents. But apparently, it's the Vegemite that makes, makes it the issue. Yeah, the scariest animal I've ever seen. Well, yeah. that's not what I was thinking of. But I, I was thinking of the, the short faced bear. Okay, yes, that actually was an animal at some point in time. Yep, it was, and it was like 10 times the size of the modern bear. But that's yes. neither here nor there. Okay, so my hot corner this week, I had to think of one as the Donda album was already taken. And I came up with this item that I believe you can survive any situation if you had only this item. And this item is rope. If you have enough rope, you can make anything and do anything. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. No, what can't you make with a rope? House. Uh, you certainly can make a house with a rope. 
Food? I guess you can't make food, but you can catch food. Yeah. Or are you planning on on like throwing throwing like sticks at birds and stuff when you're trying to survive? You got to make a trap with your rope. I just don't think rope's all that important. Rope is come on one of the the necessities of a survival rope, situation. Rope is your hot corner. Rope, rope sucks. <laughs> rope is amazing. Rope is what brought uh, us here today. I can't tell you today. the last time I, I even used rope. Well, it's because you, you've been living your princess life over there in Minnesota. Okay. You know. haven't been into the yeah, woods. the great outdoors. You're in the big city. And, and you have? Yes. I have not. However, okay. yep. I have used rope, rock climbing scenarios. However, I was very well harnessed. So I guess I may need more than rope to rock climb. But I, I feel like I can make a harness out of rope. Um, when was the other time okay. I used rope? I'm, I'm sitting in a, a chair made of rope right now. It's a, a bungee chair. Yeah, that, is bungee a type of rope? Absolutely. Is that what so. we're going to go with? Okay. I'd yeah. say it's fabric that makes a, a linear all right, all right. item. Okay, that's my hot corner. And yeah. now let's move on to our final segment of the day. We're going to hear from the big dog and get his final thoughts. All right, so I had an idea this week. It's a rather good idea, I think. So I want to run a sham therapist office and secretly record their sessions and do one of two things with it. Either make a podcast out of the material or hold it as ransom against them. Blackmail. Yes. This sounds rather illegal. I didn't say it was legal. I just said but, I think it could be a good idea because you would make you, you could, you could make like a, sign something beforehand saying you could use it for whatever. Yeah, but like they would have to essentially sign away knowing that I'm not a licensed therapist and that right just like secretly have them sign. The yeah, document. see, this could work. It could because I think it would we make have a, our next podcast from a therapist office. Well, and well, we would have to be the therapists. Right. And like we could because I because I think you could get some really good material for a podcast just having people rant about their issues. Or of course, if that doesn't pan out, you can uh use it and hold it against them for ransom. So what are you gonna like what would you do to make them need a ransom? Well, I mean, I assume they disclose some very sensitive information. So just you're gonna say like give me ten thousand dollars or this is going everywhere. Yes. Yeah, I'm not no, sure if we should publish this portion. Yeah, this yeah. Might, Actually, I don't think so. It's kicked off the air. <laughs> well, it, it, it's all it's all in theory. Yeah, it's it's all right. Uh, we wouldn't actually go and do this, but for legal reasons, we wouldn't. But, for legal reasons, but we very well might. But for legal reasons, we won't. Correct. A second it, a second thing I wanted to touch on here is how do you get a pilot? A what? A pilot. Pilot, like, like a, a personal pilot, like like someone that flies a plane. How does that come to be a thing? Do you mean like how can you like hire a commercial a pilot? pilot? No, like how do you get a pilot? Like how does that idea? <laughs> how does that idea? All right, because you're gonna train someone to fly the plane, and they're directly accountable for every life on board. Mm-hmm. How do we get to a point where we decide that we're going to have 
this group of people do that job? Well, it's just like a why is a pilot a thing? You go to school. Are you saying it should be automated or? I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. To be completely, I just had that thought. Well, How do you I, get a pilot? I think I think I should make this point here that we have pilots go through a lot of training, and yeah, we have I'm people. Aware. Yeah, we have people that go through minimal training that we're entrusting our kids with on school buses. And I think that's that's a little more concerning than pilots. I would agree. I'm not. I'm no. I'm not. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I'm not trying to say that every everyone's in danger because pilots suck. I'm I'm just asking the question: how how do we decide that we need a pilot? <laughs> well, there's people that need to get somewhere. Yeah, but like, I think the more interesting question would be like, how did somebody decide that they're qualified to do this? That's like more. That's person. more what I'm trying to get at. Yes, is like okay. How, how do we suddenly decide we need someone to fly the plane? And then second, how do we pick someone to do so? Do you think there's like a better solution here than having somebody control it? Like, should everybody have slight control over the plane? You, you, you know, have <laughs> <laughs> their own wheels right in front of them. As I had this thought, I had it played out a lot more in my head right now. I don't know exactly what I was trying to get at, but, but the thought is there and this might not make sense to anyone at all. What I have just said, but to me at one point in time, it did make sense. And can you read like what your actual question was again? I have it in my notes. All I have down is how do you get a pilot? (laughs) So you said that I'm like, well, I, I feel like, if you have enough money, you could hire a pilot. That was how it, I... And that wasn't... No. No, that's not at all what the question was. And we're still not certain what the question means. However, it is a good one. It's a good question. Well, this is... Before we end here, I have one last thing I wanted to touch on with the two of you. And that's like... So in sports, each team has its group of fans, correct? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't the league itself have fans? that argue online on behalf of the league because like you'll see or like the referees, why don't the referees have fans? You know, they don't do anything cool. They're well, not scoring touchdowns. They're the ones that it doesn't matter for everybody. Well, I mean, you see, you, you could somehow make it exciting, like make a fantasy league with referees. Like, yeah. I, oh, he threw I think five flags, you know, because like, I you think see, that's what it is. You, you track, see, you track what the players do, but you don't track what the refs do throughout the game. You see arguments oh, yeah. online between two, like the fans of two different teams. So like, just for example, Steelers, Bengals, like you'll see an argument with the two fan bases. Why isn't there a fan on behalf of the league that steps in and starts arguing on behalf of the league? I just think that would throw in a whole another dimension into it this would. whole thing. Yes. Do you like think- if the league suddenly have hands, like what, who are you? Are you interested of? in becoming a fan of the league? You want me to be an NFL fan? Yeah. And just like start cheering for the administrative success of the of the league office. Exactly. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, starts- we may, or the league had 700,000 fans come through this NFL Sunday. Yeah. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, Kathy from accounting be like- worked 8 hours of overtime this week. <laughs> Uncalled for. Yeah, we need to fire Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Not get her all. off our team. See, those those are two very rocky ideas that I don't think. Yeah, I think you just explained yeah. the answer to your question. Yeah, there. I think so. Mm-hmm. In both By bringing cases. up caffeine from accounting. Yeah. All right. Well, Whatever. it's been a fun episode. That concludes episode five of Big Dog Radio. Remember to follow us on Twitter and listen to our podcast and give us a five-star review. And thank you, Tyler, for, for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It was a great time.